Where shall we go? I was standing at the new student orientation table a little ways back, and I could see this mother kind of gently dragging uh, her daughter <laughs> to the table. Um, and I could hear her say, oh, hey, look, there's a Newman Center. This is where you can go to Mass. To which the daughter replied, they kind of moved a little closer, and she said, Mom, I'm not sure I want to be Catholic anymore. To which I replied, that's okay. To which the mother replied, no, that's not okay. <laughs> in today's gospel, well, actually what I said, I said, I, I just want you to know that we're here and that you're always welcome. In today's gospel, Jesus gives the people following him permission to walk away. You see, I mean, the truth is, they've always had freedom to walk away, and Jesus is reminding them of that. And so he says, point blank, do you also wish to leave? Why? Because there can be no love without freedom. If we don't have freedom, our response means nothing. If I'm here because I have to be, I will actually get nothing from it. But if I choose to be here, if I say, I'm here, maybe I'll get something out of it. All right, God, what is it you want to say to me? That's when things change. And so Jesus is saying, come, follow me. I want you to follow me. But you don't have to. And that's why I'd love college. You know, I, if I had a nickel for every time a parent says to me, and, and, and you'll make sure they go to math, I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> it's like, no. And I've actually, I've, you know, in my years being here, I've gotten so bold now. I, turn, I look at the parent, I say, I won't do that. That's not my job. I'm not the police. I'm the inviter. And so I love college because nobody has to be here. And so the atmosphere, when people come, and they're standing with people who want to be here, there's an energy. There's an enthusiasm. There's a response that, that makes it different from every other atmosphere. And, and I think people get that. Like, Jesus is always inviting them. All, all are welcome, right? Yeah. And I think people get it because, it, in my experience, at every Sunday Mass... There are non-Catholics. I know there are non-Catholics here today, and I say welcome. Because the good news is for everybody. And so this past year, um, I received an email from a student, and he said, hey, can I talk to you? And so we sat down, and he said, uh, I'm not Catholic. Uh, I was dating somebody who was Catholic, and so I've been to Mass a few times. And I guess the question I have is, how come I can't go to communion? Like, I go to communion at my other church. Like, why can't I go to communion here? And I said, that's a great question. Like, I'm so glad you asked. You know, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I was like, well, I don't like that, you know? 
And so we started on this discussion, and we actually opened up the gospel for today. We opened up John chapter 6, which we've been walking through the last four weeks. This is the fifth week because it's so important. That's why the church gives us that for five weeks, right? And so we started walking through how Jesus, he, he feeds the people with bread. And they're like, this is great. You know? And then they get hungry again, so they show up, and they're like, hey, we're hungry again. You know? like, and Jesus is like, okay, now that I have your attention, I don't just want to give you physical bread. I want to give you the bread of eternal life. I want to give you bread from heaven. To which say, they reply, well then Lord give us this bread. And he says, I am the bread. And to eat the bread, you must eat my flesh. That The bread is actually my flesh. And, and that's where we kind of pick up today, where people hear this, and the Jewish people are like, this guy's crazy. Like, if somebody said that, you'd be like, are you kidding me? And so people walked away. And Jesus didn't chase after them saying, you know, they misunderstand me. Let, me. let me explain myself. He says, no, they get it. Especially as good Jewish people, knowing that blood and flesh, they belong, they, they mean life, and they belong to God. And so they wouldn't touch them. They wouldn't touch the blood of an animal and all that kind of stuff because that belongs to God, and we don't, we don't want to touch that. And so Jesus is saying, no, I am God, and I want you to consume my flesh, my blood, because how are you going to have eternal divine life within you unless I give it to you? That you need me. I want to give myself to you. And so we kind of like talk through this, this old passage and even, even concretely in the Greek, how Jesus says the words basically gnaw on my flesh. And so the Jewish people, that's why they walked away. They're like, this is, he's not just saying like, just think about me. Just remember me. Jesus is saying, no, you, we're talking about eating here. And so, and I, and I went through this with this young man. I talked about, I went to other scriptures that all point to this. And, and I finished, um, and I said, uh, what are your thoughts on all that? And he said, that is awesome. Like when you look at the scriptures, it's so clear. But deeper than that, that it resonated with his own heart, that I believe that God wants to give himself to me, but I never knew it was in such an awesome way. And so that next Sunday... He came marching up in the communion line with his arms crossed <laughs> to make a spiritual communion. And not just every Sunday after that, but he started coming to daily Mass. Because he said, if, if, if Jesus is, is God and Jesus is there and he's giving himself to me, why would I want to be anywhere else? That if he has the words of eternal life, like, like Peter says today, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We've come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. This is awesome. This is what we have as Catholics. And, and, and it's, it's, it's incredibly inspiring when even non-Catholics are like, we get it. Like, he, he never asked again because he's like, I get it why I can't receive yet. Because I'm not in full communion. I don't, you know, like. There's, there's a process, there's an understanding. Like, I respect that more than ever, more than Catholics maybe, you know? Um, 
And so the, the invitation is for us to come and receive him. And, and sometimes what, what's beautiful, what I love about the question that Joshua asked the people today is the, the people had been like turning away from God and, and he's like, it's okay. Kind of like when we come back to a school year, for some of us, maybe getting to mass this summer was not real easy. For some of us, maybe like praying every day like we wanted to and it just didn't happen. And I say to you, it's okay. That what Joshua asked the people is, today, if it does not please you to serve the Lord, decide today whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That what God cares about, God who is I am who am, God who is a God of the present, it's, it's you and I who like dwell on the past. God's like, well, I'm, I'm past that. I'm on today. That, that today is a new beginning. Today is a new chapter. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday or this weekend or whatever. Like, will we come and respond today? And the truth is, you're here. My invitation, if you want, is to say, how about this? What if for the next four weeks we choose in freedom, not because you have to, we choose to come to Sunday Mass. And then we'll figure out the rest of our lives. Or maybe if, if, if like we're already going to Sunday Mass, we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, maybe, maybe for us, it's like the Lord is inviting us to know Him. Maybe it's like stopping by our little um, Blessed Sacrament Chapel here for like 30 minutes this week. Especially when you get all those syllabi and you're like, ah! Like, just to come in here and just be like... Help, you know, or just to like, just to like take a breath with the Lord, you know, and just drink in some peace. Maybe, maybe that's his invitation for you. Because if he is truly present, why is he doing that? He chooses to be present because he wants to be with us. He knows we need him. You know, that young lady that I mentioned to you at the beginning that I met at New Student Orientation she actually decided to come to one of the Welcome Week events. This is a couple of years ago. She actually chose to come. But something interesting happened. When she came, she met someone, and she met a couple other people. And those people turned out to be some of her now best friends and her future roommates. But even more than that, even more important than a community and friends, was she discovered and recognize that God was desiring to come to be with her right where she is, right where she was. That he didn't say, hey, why don't you just clean yourself up first and then come in? He said, no. He said, come and follow me as you are. That let me be your strength. Let me help you change. Not into somebody different, but into the real you. What God desires as we receive him truly, really in the Eucharist is for us to become truly and real who he made us to be, truly alive. And so that young lady turned out to be, after a couple of years, she was one of those students who started coming once a week and then a couple times a week and then almost every day just to sit with the Lord, to be reminded of who he is and who she is. 
And so we have lots of freedom. We can go in all sorts of directions this year, but the truth remains is that this door, God's door, his invitation is always open. That the place to go when we're trying to figure out the future and the burdens and relationships, it's it's not a what that we turn to, but a whom, a who who is searching for us. So it's not to where or what shall we go, but it's so clear and obvious and easy to whom is inviting us.